Check one, check two. Are we going live? Check my settings. Check my output. See if the bears are here. Hi, everybody. Okay, sorry for being a little late. I clearly went down some rabbit holes on this one. I have a, uh, uh, a good show for you today. It's about art. That's why it's called The War Against Beauty. Why art, music, architecture, film, comedy became ugly. I, I oddly focused a lot more on visual and architectural art than I was planning. I was going to do more um, comedy and music because those are my, that's, that's kind of my expertise. But as I was kind of researching this stuff and figuring out what I wanted to talk to you guys about, you guys wrote me some really cool stuff back about what you wanted me to look up, and I'm going to talk about all that, but it reminded me so much of my time I spent in the Czech Republic in a town called Brno, not Prague, Brno, and I saw something there that has made me a little less trickable, I think. I saw that depending on the regime that was ruling the Czech Republic, at the time Czechoslovakia, all the architecture changed and it was vast. So that's why when people say stuff to me like, well, people have gotten dumber, so art reflects society, it's the exact opposite. It's society reflects art and I can prove it. I have a whole presentation for you guys today. It's um, like if you just look at El Paso, which isn't the best city, come on. But there's a line in the dirt, and on the other side is Juarez, uh, Mexico, and uh, it's it's completely different. So it's not dirt. It's not the people. It's something else, and there's a very, very specific reason why. Um, you can make this religious or secular. It's just depending on what words you want to use. But when I say Satan or the devil... Or uh, just just replace it with the secular term that that is. But here's the thing about the devil. The devil can't create. The devil only mimics and distorts. And that's the nature of evil. And some people don't believe evil exists. And those people aren't allowed to babysit my kids. Because it does. And you, when you see it, you see it. And um, the denial of the existence of evil... I can't think of another reason besides someone wanting to uh, do some pretty messed up stuff. All right. And I was talking to my wife last night in the, in the kitchen about Instagram, about how she was telling me, because my wife is a very, has a great eye for design and she's an unbelievable visual artist. Like my wife can draw things with, with just beautiful form. And she was talking about how Instagram, the filters on Instagram, they, they, they feel like the mimicking of uniqueness. And a while back, I did a video about Apple, about how the iMovie, iPhone, iPod, iPad, that lowercase i was so telling. It's because it's I, right? Me. It's self-centered. But it's a lowercase i. And that always stuck with me. That stuck with me since I saw it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And some people would say that's a marketing uh, move. It's not. That that that's the art and design and architecture and comedy and story itself tell a bigger story. And the bigger story of the lowercase i is 
the pushing of the insignificant narcissist on society. All right, so why is beauty so threatening to the devil? Why is art so threatening to the devil? Because it inspires, it inspires. That's what beauty does. When you go into, here's the thing about the Vatican. I've been to the Vatican. I was raised Catholic. I have some issues with the Catholic Church, uh, the opulence, all that stuff. I, I think that it's, uh, you know, the Pope functioning as a political figure is nonsense. But I understand the beauty there. I understand the giant cathedrals and the form. And I don't like golden crosses per se, but like, because God makes form, God creates, God makes, God makes beauty. So way back in the day, I bet they were like, uh, a lot of people would make the, the most beautiful art, the most beautiful music, in my opinion, most of it comes from someone worshiping God. It wasn't for money. It was for rejoicing. And when you go into the Catholic, it went into the Vatican, you feel it. You, you physically feel the, the, the form of creation. The problem I have with the Vatican is the gold bars that no one's looking at. If you just accumulate wealth and it's not to show function or form, if it's about money, it's not from God. But Bach, Bach wrote all his preludes for God. He was a, a church organist. And if you think people are getting smarter or people are, it's not about smart. You, you got to be, if you listen to Kesha, and then compare it to Bach, I, I just don't see how you can think that we're pro progressing forward. And the way the devil works is every word is upside down. Yes means no, no means yes. Progress means regress. So we're making this beautiful stuff way hundreds of years ago. And then now you turn on the radio. I, I challenge you to name one band formed after 2012 that you can name that you like. None. They're not even, you can't even name one. Because, and, and why are DJs famous? Why is everything a remake? Why, I just, like, why is, like, I just watched the movie Tag last night and I was really trying to laugh because I've been feeling a little isolated lately with uh, comedy because so much of it is garbage now. It's turning to, to ash. Um, and you see, even the actors are just playing caricatures of previous roles. It's, it's regurgitated. And that's not me being a curmudgeon. That's that's a fact. Like I, I was in Hollywood for over a decade. They take products from the past that would inspire and they recreate them ugly and weird and nonsensical and without form. You know, think about all the female reboots that they say are feminist. They're not feminist. They just take away what made it good. You can't have Ghostbusters as women. The whole thing is based on, on, on men going through puberty. Slimer, do I need to point out the metaphor? Don't cross streams. Stay puffed marshmallow man exploding all over everybody. Does no one see that all of it is phallic? You can't make that a woman. So the people in, in control of all this aren't stupid. They're evil. And the artists involved aren't necessarily evil. I'm not blanketing evil out there, but... The removal of beauty from society, the removal of function, the removal of identifying characteristics of your tradition, your culture, something that you make that is greater than your own mortal life, 
the people that take that away from us have to be what evil is. That is what evil is because it removes hope. And hope is a dangerous thing when sold as hope. Like the way some people sell hope is a lie. But real hope is about aspirations. It's about seeing what could be and knowing that since someone had done it before you, you you have a chance of doing it. All right, let's now look at some some examples because I want to show I, I want to visually show it and I'll do more of these from time to time like what happened to beauty with music when I have my piano or with comedy but like let's look at uh, uh, communist and non-communist Eastern Bloc in Russia and we'll lump all of this together because I'm not uh, an architecture expert but let's just start looking at stuff so Russians and Czechoslovakians and Estonians, Latvians, Lithuanians, Ukraine, Ukrainians, Moldovans, Romanians, like the, uh, Pol- the Polish, the Poles, these people aren't uh, dumb and they're not lazy and they're not ugly and they're not, um, you know, non-artistic. You'll see the same people in different eras making just such different stuff. And it's all based on the removal of beauty. Uh, And by the way, all the people I just named, people don't assume you're dumb. I'm just prefacing that because some of this architecture is going to look pretty psychotic. All right. So that can be Russia. That can be uh, the Soviet bloc. That's what the people would do is these type of uh, palaces and structures. Because one thing that makes, a lot of those people so strong and so inspiring is rising out of the snow and the darkness of the uh, climate. You know, when I lived in the Czech Republic, one thing you would notice is these uh, these really drab Soviet living conditions. And uh, there'd be the most colorful doors, just like a sunflower growing out of a crack in a in pavement. You know, it's it's the the inspiring nature of beauty. Is you can't stop it. You have that's why um, communists and so and socialists end up killing their own people because they realize that they'll never stop trying to make that. See that? They'll never stop trying to make beautiful because it inspires their children. People that love their children want to show them something that inspires them so that they can then form. And then you look at the Soviets. Like, look at this. So the picture, I don't know if it's left or right for you, but the, the Soviet style uh, living conditions, that's not poverty. That's by design. Those buildings are, are it's, it's an unimaginable amount of concrete and steel and time and labor. That isn't the result of weather or people or tradition or uh, poverty, as I said. Like, like slums are, are designed to keep people from wanting to leave because they don't see beauty. Like when you make buildings like that, the people inside the buildings and the people around the buildings are easy to control. And this is by design because they don't, they don't aspire for anything. They, they, there's no heroes. So what does that look like? This is a Soviet style structure. It looks like a honeycomb, right? And that's again, by design because Soviets, communists, socialists, leftists, um, social justice warriors, people that believe in utopia, um, these atheist, uh, anti-human 
environmentalist, every ist you can name, what they are truly is farmers of human beings. The reason that there is a push to make people think that humans are a disease on the planet and, you know, if bees go away, all these uh, species will go away. But if humans go away, the, the earth will flourish. Like all this stuff, it's designed to break the spirit of the cattle. That whole argument about like, well, if earthworms went away, every, everything would die in a year. But if humans went away, the, the earth would flourish. Okay, it's, it's not a web of life. It's a hierarchy. So it's the food pyramid. We're apex predators. So if so, why not let bangled tigers go away? Why not let uh, rhinoceros, elephants, great white sharks? Aren't these people trying to save all those things? If, if, if the species of tiger, gorilla, all these things, if they went away, no other species would die. They're, they're apex. They're at the top. They're, they don't have any natural predators besides bacteria and whatnot. So the, there's, a, there's a purpose to make people live like that. It's to hate being themselves. Why? Because they want you to end up like this. Your cattle. And I can't explain that enough. And people that think that what we're looking at is the art made from broken people. That's not true. The art is supposed to break the people. To take away, to make the lyrics of music rambly, nonsensical, immoral, you know, the same chord structure over and over and over again. I was doing bits about this for years, not knowing the purpose of it. You know, I, it's obvious that the, everybody's using the same chords and it's meaningless. Like my old uh, closer that I've actually performed in the O2 Arena in London um, was about Coldplay, you know, and I, I would show how anything to that song is, uh, will make you, you can't tell the difference. Like, because the chord structure is about hypnosis. Uh, if you, uh, YouTube, Owen Benjamin disproves the music industry without even knowing that this is by design. I didn't used to be political at all. I thought politics was um, a waste of time and unnecessary drama and all this stuff. I didn't realize that the art is because of the politics. So they want you in a bread line and they want you to, to feel like pigs because pigs can't have beauty. All right, so then you have like this, right? That's, that's Soviet style living conditions. It's just like, it's just like a honeycomb. You know, when you have people living like this, you can see that the human, the human in there trying to make their shutters green or yellow or anything to say that they're not cattle. You know, it's, it's, uh, and, and the children's books that I was raised on was usually about like the one lion or the one cow or the one pig who could talk or, or rebelled or questioned why that was the hero's journey. The new children's books or Soviet children's books. This is not, this isn't new. This is new to America and it's new to Australia and it's new to Western Europe for the past 10 years, maybe 20 years. But the breaking of the spirit of children is, is fundamental to creating human cattle and art and beauty and comedy, like laughter, families, music, really good food, taking pride in your appearance, being healthy, that's one thing I love about Steven Crowder is everything we do together, he knows a lot about and he cherishes and he tries to do it well. That's one thing I've noticed about him as a person that I really like. Like uh, he likes cigars and we went into a cigar shop 
and him and the cigar guy were talking about all the different wrappings and what ground it's used in a, the shape and all of it. And I was like, that's the embracing of form and beauty and quality that is the opposite of communism. And that's what being human is. That's what we are. And, and, and I know it's what we are because even in those conditions and, and, um, like Stalingrad, these hell holes, uh, people still try and all it takes is one. And, uh, a friend of mine, well, an old friend of mine who I'm pretty sure is pretty deep into some, you know, he's one of those, uh, hedge fund billionaire type. I don't know if he's a billionaire. He manages billions of dollars and he's just one of these guys. And he's like, they don't want any living humans or living heroes. They don't like heroes because heroes inspire the pigs to break out. Like, look at that. And then you look at a church. And, and so which one really is oppressive? Which one really hates people? Which one really is, uh, is wrong and about control? When they say the church is about controlling people, they're out of their minds. There's been evil priests, evil churches, evil everything. But the design, like the purpose of church is to elevate the human spirit above the slop of being a pig. And if you look at Soviet just architecture, then pick, then pick leftist music, comedy, all of it, uh, fashion models, anything. It's to remove beauty. Look at the way Hillary Clinton dresses. Look at the way she dresses just like Mao Zedong, just like Stalin. They all look like pantsuited idiots. It's, it's by design. This isn't their taste. It's because they want to, to show the Soviet style of dress is to be intentionally ugly. Because beauty shames the devil. This is Prague. Right? That's also Prague. That's the same people in the same century. Do you understand? This is, this is by design. You think that they just lost their, their way and they just no longer like beauty? No. It's the state comes in and they remove it and they distort it. There's this artist, Salvador Dali, right? He's an interesting guy. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to ban art. Like, I'm glad this exists. But just understand what the political purpose is for some of these things. I don't, I'll be straight up. I've never taken an art class. I didn't major in art in college. I don't know the thousands and thousands and thousands of pages of half nonsense analyzing. I don't know. I'm just letting you know what this is. Because my uh, expertise and my talent is mostly pattern recognition. So I'm just telling you from my point of view, I'm not an expert on architecture. I'm not an expert on visual art. I'm an expert on music. I'm an expert on comedy. Uh, but I know what this is. It's the distortion of reality. And why do that? Again, let the pigs eat the slop that you give them, right? So you have this famous, famous painting, and it's in every college dorm room. It's in every hippie head shop. It's the distortion of time. It's this surreal landscape that doesn't follow the rules of physics. 
right? And that's an interesting thought. But why is it in every college dorm room and every hippie shop? It's not beautiful. It's a little interesting. Melted time clocks, you know? It's interesting when you think about the, the physics of time and, and speed and, and gravity and mass and all that stuff. Fairly interesting. Not the point of this, though. Surrealism is to distort the world, right? That's Obama's library. And it's intentionally distorted. There's no function or beauty to it. Because sometimes modern stuff can be... Let's look at uh, this library. Sometimes modern architecture can be excused because of its function and because of its, um, yeah, function. Like to, to not have beauty because of function, I, I relate to that. I dress pretty bland. You know, I get that. It's like function. I'd rather have pants that fit well and move well than, than like sparkly diamondy pants. But beauty isn't vanity. That there's a, there's a difference. You know, sometimes function, like, um, I'll show you a picture here, like Da Vinci's perfect man picture here, like function is beautiful. You know, when you have like the shaped, he just, he, he's showing you what the, what the form of the ideal male body would look like. And that would, is, is beautiful. But the the this the Obama Library is intentionally distorted. It's in it, there's there's nonsense everywhere, and it's intentionally without form or function, because it's it's an f u to reality. It's an f u to God. It's an f u to history, to tradition, to everything. It's saying uh, we don't want to follow your rules, and that is satanic, because you're not. I'll give you. I'll just show you. I'm I'm kind of going all over the place here, but. Here's, here's an, I don't know who did this, but I want to show you this. I guarantee 80% of you guys can look at that and identify it as Japanese, even if you don't know who did it, because of the way uh, the wave little parts of the water, like how they're shaped, is uniquely Japanese. And that's traditional and cultural, and but it still follows the form of a wave, but it, it's unique. And then when you see... Monet or some of these other guys or, or Beethoven. I can recognize a Beethoven sonata even if I've never heard the sonata before because he has a unique style, but it's still form. He's using 12 notes. He's not just, you know, killing a chicken and the screams that chickens don't really scream. Killing a, a pig and the screams he records and calls it a uh, piano. That That's postmodern and there's a purpose for that. I'll, we'll get to the purpose. Like this is a Soviet bus stop. Why does it look like that? Because there, it's it's intentionally to distort reality, to keep you eating the slop. That's not beautiful. It's not functional. When you're starving and your family's starving, and you look at that and you say, "Why would the state put the resources there when I could have eaten?" That isn't even for a reason. That's when you feel even more broken. It's all a way to control. It's all control, control, control. And it's not random. People, um, and I forgive people for this. I've been on this a million times. I'm probably right now, I don't see something that I will in the future. I totally get it. There's a ton of people that just don't see it. And the stakes couldn't be higher. And it's like, well, people are just, you know, kids, kids, uh, kids attention span these, span these days. That's why they suck at everything. Stupid millennials. 
No, that's because they were intentionally, constantly traumatized. They do have PTSD, by the way. I used to think it was insane that these kids would say they had PTSD next to a vet. Think about your childhood. Okay, now turn on the TV and, and think about what they're showing your kids. Music videos, are por it's porn. It's fast-paced porn. It doesn't show insertion of penis, but we all know what it is. It's rapid porn. And then you look at uh, commercials and all this stuff. Just violence porn. Violence porn. There's an age when your brain, it, it's traumatized by it. Like literally traumatized. And it messes with your uh, ability to be a hero, an individual, uh, dedicate yourself to form with sacrifice, delay of gratification, all that stuff. So why abuse kids? Why distort kids? Why do all that? It all goes back to they treat you like a pig. Piggy, piggy, piggy. Wake up to it, guys. It's not laziness. Do you know, you know the amount of money that is going into um, that Obama's library? Why distort it? Because the children can't say, what's a library look like? Well, son, it's whatever you want it to be. Do as you please. You know who said that? Aleister Crowley, a Satanist. Why did we go from this to that? Why the removal of beauty? Why is that the woman of the year? I, I know the answer. I'm asking you so that you think for a second. Why is a distorted, ugly old man with a debilitating mental illness on hormones after putting themselves under a knife, running a woman off the road to her death? Because Why is that the ideal woman? Because they're taking away ideal itself. You can't get less woman than that. Hold on to function and beauty. That Caitlyn Jenner is ugly, like a Picasso painting face of madness. Oh, and character? Oh, character killed a woman, never brought it up again. Reality show, vain, promiscuous, bad father. I mean... Woman of the year, there's no character, there's no genetic, there's no biological backing, there's no function, there's no beauty, there's nothing. Why? They're taking it away from your culture so that you don't have a culture. Globalism is a thing. It's farming. It's human farming. Why are they so against the nation? Why are they so against, uh, why do they make sure that everybody has identity and pride and blah, 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 except for the countries they're taking over? You want to know why? Uh, white people can't have any traditions or culture or heritage or pride, and black people can because globalists aren't currently taking over Africa. No offense, Africans, but there's not a lot of uh, markets going on there. You know, you can do, you know, Nigeria has some stuff going on. South Africa did. Uh, Kenya's got, you know. It's got some malaria, but it has nothing to do with your skin. It has nothing to do with your anything. It has to do with the invading force subverts 
the people until they hate themselves. They have no history. They have no idea what beauty is, what function is. There's no hope. There's no escape. Nothing. Why? Because they're not going to kill you. They're going to turn you into livestock. And they already have. And there is a they. I don't quite know who yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm, get, I'm getting there. But it's real shadowy when you get to the top of that pyramid. Because I have seen close to the top of the pyramid. But they're still in it. Like, do you guys know any billionaires or hedge fund guys or these guys? They're slaves too. A lot of these guys are total slaves. They're slaves, slaves, slaves. I think, I think, I think it's it's the devil, but that's me. But and I and I I don't want to. Ju- it could see. I don't want to do God of the gaps when it comes to uh, stuff like this. Like I don't want to just fill in that because I can't figure out a puzzle. But when you hang out with like these these billionaires and some some people with a lot of political power, they work a hundred hours a week. They don't know their kids' favorite food. They are stressed. Some of them kill, their, kill themselves. They're all medicated. They're, they're slaves. They're pigs. They're just another level of pigs. It's a giant inverted pyramid of, of, of satanic levels. And I, who's at the top? It's got to be the devil, right? I mean, what would be the benefit unless you just want to see the world burn? You just... Because it, it's... Because the devil can't create. The devil is a... Is a it's almost like a, like some, like a, you ever know a woman who can't have kids? It doesn't doom them at all. I know several women that can't have kids that are wonderful human beings because they realize that family and relationship to community is uh, what good is. But there's something that happens with women when they, when they can't have kids. Some of them curse God. They, they curse the creator. They curse everything because they can't create themselves. You know, like uh, if you've ever watched, the movie Amadeus, his nemesis was the devil. And you see, and the character was it, like, he couldn't create. Salieri couldn't create like Mozart. And he saw Mozart that he didn't appreciate it, that Salieri worked so hard and he just, he didn't have that divine spark because creation is divine. And so, he, you know, he wears him down. He makes him hate, hate himself. He makes him, um, not have a relationship with his father until he's dead. And it was because he, the devil can't stand good, can't stand aspirations, can't stand creation because the devil can't do it. Imagine, that's right, that's what, one reason why I don't trust certain short men, especially rich, famous short men. I'm prejudiced against them, like straight up, because something happens, like if a guy's like five foot six, and is rich and has a fast car and everyone knows him he can't get taller and and some dudes obsess about this like obsess you know and then they start like where they they like puff up and blah blah and those dudes are full of so much unnecessary resentment and anger and destruction against anybody like a guy who's five nine they just hate they hate the fact that they can never buy height. The devil, for all his power and his beauty and his charisma and his, not beauty, his mimic beauty, can't create anything. That's why 
you should never do the dark arts stuff. You should never go down that satanic rabbit hole because at first it seems like you're doing great. It's like free fall. And when you're in free fall, you feel like you're flying until you hit the ground. You can, you're like the curse, the, the, the satanic curse that when I was a kid, everyone would like, like pop culture had a lot of religious Christian stuff in it. Everyone knew about the, um, the, um, what was that? The deal, the Faustian deal, you know, devil went down to Georgia, all these, all these things where even Saturday night live would do sketches with the devil offering deals. And the deal was, you know, you, you get a Ferrari and no gasoline. You live forever and get a life sentence. That's how the devil works. Is He follows through on the promise, but you don't get to enjoy it or feel it. That's the Faustian deal because there's no beauty in it. It's, um, it's dust. And, um, and we'll get to Tom Hanks in a second. So I'll show you a perfect example of like, like look at this. That's hope. Like that. This is this is divinity, almost touching man. This is on the the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Beautiful, right? It gives it gives you it. It makes you feel something. You understand it, and it, it. There's so much in it. It's like you have a form of man. You have God, and you have. They're not the fingers aren't touching though, but it's so close, and that fuels people to make beauty, to be good, to raise their kids well, and not self-destruct and become pigs, become slop. Chesterton said, "Art like morality consists of drawing the line somewhere." Right? Isn't that so? Like art, politics, morality, religion, and money are all completely intertwined. I had no idea the power of being a good musician and a good comedian to nefarious people was like, I have no interest in that shit. None. Like, I think it's, it's lame, but like, why the hell were they censoring me? Why are they censoring me? Why are they uh, kicking me out of all their social circles when these degenerates and then that, but that's why, like I was coming at it without the, the understanding of the inverted worldview. So when you take away form of art, like there's modern art that's just a white blank thing. And you'll have people, I'll show you. I'm gonna, I, I saved, where, where is this? I'll show you right now. Because you have to, some people won't even believe it. <laughs> it's like, it's, 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 it's art in a sense, because I, I played you guys the Yuri Bezmanov, that dude. Um... It, and there's one thing he, 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 that stuck with me. A lot of things that stuck with me. That guy's a, it's, those videos are profound. But was that he, he referred to war as art. And I know there's a book, The Art of War, but he did it so nonchalantly that I knew that in his mind, war was an art form. And he said, you know, basically the master, the master war artist. And war is just dominance and submission of another group of people so you can take their wealth and their name and all of it, right? That's what war is. War doesn't need murder. War doesn't need killing. War doesn't need bombs. War doesn't need tanks. He was like, the ultimate war is when you don't have to fire a single shot. And then he goes through the entire subversion process. Hang on. 
I'll show you war art. This is war art. Where is it? I had all these pictures. I could email it to myself, but because you got to just see it. Well, I mean, I saved them. Let me just re-email. Hope you guys are good. Uh, PayPal.me slash feed the bear. If you think this is valuable and you want to support it and uh, write me a little note, but you got to see this. I, I could explain it, but you literally have to see this to believe it. Uh, did I not send these to myself? Oh, we're in for a little treat here, guys. And I did, I did a bit when I was in college about how much I hated modern art. I just didn't know why. I didn't know that, that, that this is by design. I thought it was just self-absorbed art students. I really did. I didn't think that it was like a political move. I didn't think that it was, the, the art is war. That's what the art is. And I'll show you depictions right now that'll blow your mind. And, and I already had people in the comments section when I asked you guys what, what you wanted me to cover. Say like, you don't understand how this controls the space, blah, 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 blah. You're like, that's, that's complete nonsense. That's the ultimate art of war is getting people to do anything you want. This is complete and total submission of a population. Wait till you see some of these. Um, oh, I can't wait to show you this, what Tom Hanks has been up to and how it relates to all of this. You guys are going to freak out. <laughs> or, or not. I did, but you'll see. Uh, where is it? Uh, hugepianist.com. I think Phoenix just sold out, but I might be able to add 50 more tickets. But get tickets now. It's almost almost sold out for all the cities. And uh, those are my last couple specials. You want to see? Because comedy has been removed of, of humor in the mainstream. But look at this. And... I get it. There's art students out there that'll just be like, Owen, you don't understand. You don't see what this is. No, you don't see what this is. They're getting people to stare at a white square. You want to know what real art is? Getting somebody to pay $30 million for it. Yes, I get that some of it is, uh, is um, uh, money laundering. There, there is a reason that some of this stuff is passed around. It's money laundering. I get that. But there's a lot of people that will, that will, this is the ultimate art of war, is get people to think anything you want and give you everything. Look at this. This is what the devil does. The devil's, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie, can be hilarious until, until the devil wins there is some funny moments because the, the full inversion of, of a human being is uh, can be funny. Like, look at this idiot. Just, just looking at this white square. And I guarantee he's like profound. That, hang on, I got a couple more for you. Just, just, just truly. And what they say is they're like, well, you, you country bumpkin idiot. You don't, you just don't get it. You're not smart enough. It's like, that's how they use their, that, because uh, celebrities and, and a lot of rich people by nature are extremely insecure because they don't have any value at all, skills, character, nothing. 
They know it because the thing about people is you're with yourself all the time. So if you steal or lie or cheat or all that stuff and no one's around, you'll get away with it. But you were there. You're a witness to yourself. So over time, when you scam and manipulate and you just, you know, you're awful, you know, you just know and you're empty you become so insecure. So what happens is nefarious and very intelligent people, but very bad, will fill your head with false confidence and say, oh no, you get it, but no one else does. Actual human beings that aren't constantly in a state of self-deception realize it's just a white square. That's why you have to let the devil in. That's what. That's why it like makes me laugh sometimes is because it's like this dude, why aren't these downloading? Hang on a second. Come on. I'll just look for the name of it. Oh, I see. It's because I was in the right area. Because part of me realizes that these people deserve this. Look at this. This dude is taking a picture of a white square on a white wall. It gets, I mean, I'll show you some famous ones. And that's the art. The art is in, imagine like the devil and his demonic buddies. that are like, look at that. We did it, boys. Look at that. They're taking pictures of it. All right, where's the other ones? Hope you guys are having fun. Hit the like button, share all that stuff. You you get it. This isn't our first rodeo here. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Well, here's another one. Look at this. Look at these morons. But it's not that they're dumb. They're controlled. They're they're total. They're total pigs. Like that is. Hang on. Wait a second. Like, they're pigs. They're literally farm animals. And dressing them up in, in fancy clothes. Do you realize that most of the fancy clothes are not any better than any other clothing? There's there's no better. Like, it's one thing if you buy expensive clothes because the, the fabric and the form and all of it is just awesome. But these people are fed lies to the point when they're staring at a black fucking square. I'll show you another one. They're pigs in slop. And then we'll get to Tom Hanks. Then I'll read the PayPals. And, uh, and we'll just think about this for a while. <laughs> Where is it? I did the bit in college where I was like, I wanted to know what everything meant. So I smoked some weed and I was like, they're just cans of soup. <laughs> like there's no drug you can take or book you can read or experience you can have or knowledge you can acquire that makes those soup cans beautiful, unique. That is selling communism. That's selling cattle to a young generation. And once you see it, you see it because it's not art. Artists don't care at all about branding or 
uh, I really want to get on this show and political correctness. And I would say this, but that won't, you know, then everyone, then Ellen will get mad. Art, like real art is a combination of divinity and a little bit of madness. I, I can't, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's like, you're not held back at all by political forces. I mean, they can, they can, they can hold you down, but they'll never, like, I'm not motivated at all by getting on Netflix. Like if someone's like, well, when's your Netflix special? I, I literally would be like, I would never do that because I know what that is. That's, that's, if, if Netflix ever wanted me to do a special, I would be horrified because I would be like, oh no, my comedy is gone. I would be like, how is this possible? I would be devastated. I swear to God. And I used to like want to be on Netflix bad. And then I watched what they did to comedy. And then it's almost like missing the Titanic where you're like, like you're, imagine the guy who's dying to get on the Titanic. Those tickets were like $30,000. And, and then they don't get on it. And they're like, they're like, no, I missed it by five minutes. I was, why is this happening? And then they find out what happened and they're like, no way. All right. So how do the celebrities use this? So first off, Tom Hanks is a weirdo. Like it starts up, like every one of these individually can be kind of explained. And I'm not saying anything, like I'm not making any claims about the guy, but let's just call a spade a spade. So Tom Hanks has this picture, this little kid and creepy. All right. He's obsessed with shadows. He writes, what's, he, he's, by the way, I'm only showing you a few of these. He's obsessed. He's like, what's missing? The shadow knows. If he did one or two, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty funny. Like one time we did a picture of my dog, Sophie, and her shadow looked like she was Batman because she had the ears, but she's like a little dog. And, it, and it, I like pan to it. And it's like, Sophie thinks she's Batman based on the shadow. But if I was constantly doing shadow, like look at this one. Does this shadow make me look fat? I don't know. Kind of funny if it was the only one. Okay, Hanks, what's going on with you and shadows? Two shadows, but just a single lost glove. Bittersweet. All right, buddy. By the way, way more shadow stuff. And then he starts being like, she left in a hurry. I don't know about you, but when you see like one lady's shoe on the street, I get a little freaked out. I'm like... I hope, I hope she's okay. What happened there? Not Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is like, <laughs> she left in a hurry. Hey, I'm America's sweetheart. I'm the everyman who just thinks he's a shadow and can't stop taking pictures of weird abandoned feet. Okay. Because uh, that's the thing about, about modern, like when you, when you make art modern, photography modern, 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 all it is is void of beauty or virtue or truth or form or anything. So I can't even criticize this. Well, I mean, I can and I am and I will and I don't care at all. I don't follow their rules at all. But it's like, if I was in the public, if I was on The View and I was criticizing this, people would be like, he's just being funny. He's just being artistic. What don't you understand, Owen? I'm like, uh, what do you guys not understand? He's obsessed with being a shadow and lost children's shoes. Why is this baby so fussy? Here's why. Cold out there. Hope the socks stayed put. It's a child's shoe in the street. 
And it's like, it looks like a crime scene. I sent you to the park and you lose your hat? The Disney World, honestly. Dude's a weirdo. Here's another one. What kitten lost this? He calls a strange child a kitten. And there's a picture of a mitten next to a sewer. That kid could be dead. That's a sewer. He calls guy. So this is what happens when you erase all form. And, and the deal the celebrity get gets is they get to jump around like they're a shadow. Okay. Do you want to know why the shadow stuff is so like bad? Because there's a history of, of shadow stuff. I mean, the shadow, sh the shadow is the representation of evil, your shadow self. But even in history, like this right here is when the Hiroshima bomb went off. Uh, famously, images of people that were vaporized were burned into walls as shadows. Shadow people, right? Look at that. So intense, right? That the person is no longer here, but the shadow, the imprint. And you could say that's art, but it's 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 uh, it's genocide, and it's uh, don't get me wrong, not making any claims about Hiroshima, just saying they vaporize people, and the 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 shadow burned on the wall, and Tom Hanks thinks he's a shadow, and when you look at when you look at Hanks's obsession, you realize that this is an obsession with the vanishing of human beings. He himself thinks he's a shadow. Not, not real. I'm not, I'm not crazy. Like, I don't think Tom Hanks is like, I'm a shadow, but like he does though. Like he's not really there. He's a mimic, no value. Right. And it, but, and so over time, when you realize that you can't taste your food or make love to your wife with any love, you know, it's like, uh, you start seeing like empty shoes and you like it because that's a vanished human being. Because even if that person isn't dead, it's a, it's 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 a, a fetish of the vanishing, right? And it's extra creepy because last year's biggest movie was um, Avengers, and the main plot was the shadow. It was the disintegration, the the genocide of half the universe. Do you think it's not by design, guys? Do you, do you, you still think that? It's not a setup for something, something else. Um, because they did something else that's even. I don't think I added it, but now I realize I, I definitely need to show you. There's a. The, we're we're they're farming humans, all right, and when they have to do a kill off. Uh, they get you used to it first. So you don't fight back. There's an app where they would take any person and turn them into dust and people did it and they liked it. The way the devil works is they make you want to. You have pride in it. People don't understand how Jews walked into gas chambers or Ukraine or, or like uh, Stalin. Like when people go to the gulags, they would walk. It's because you're already broken. It's like, and a lot of these people are, uh, I shouldn't have said Jews. That's getting so old. It's like any genocide. It had nothing to do with being Jewish. The Jews just took whole, just took that whole thing. 
It's kind of annoying at this point, by the way. It's like, yeah, there was a Holocaust, obviously. It was a fraction of the deaths. It has nothing to do with being Jewish. It has to do with uh, getting rid of um, just people that make stuff. And and Jews, um, traditionally, a lot of them were, um, were skilled like blacksmiths or goldsmiths. Or, I don't know, they would make shit. They were writers and artists and all this stuff. And, and that's one thing you got to take out. Don't get me wrong. Some of the very people that are farming humans are Jewish. So it's not about the religion. That's why I'm not, I'm not ready to make a claim on who's doing it. Because there's so much contradiction and I haven't figured it out yet. All I know is those pigs could take that farmer. That's why the farmer's always scared. Not No, the farmer's not always scared. But that's why there's so much work and preparation to keeping animals in their place because if you look at the sheer numbers it's like the pigs would just totally take out that farmer all right well i i I was gonna do uh music comedy and film and all that stuff but i figured uh just visual art and architecture and i didn't i didn't touch i didn't i barely broke the surface i just wanted to give you concrete examples from my life as an outsider who isn't an architect, um, just just how how the war on beauty is real, and it's to take away from it's it's to take away the rebellion. Like here's a, I, but there's always hope. I mean, look, we're doing this right now. They're terrified people, terrified. All right, oh, there's over thirteen hundred people. Whoa, there's a ton of people watching this. I just checked in for the first time. PayPal.me slash for the bear. Let me check out. Anyone said anything? <clears throat> yeah. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying this. Judging by the numbers, I think you guys are, because what's today? Is it Monday? And I was a, I was a bit late. Sorry about that. I figured you guys would be uh, cool with it because I was I, I wasn't I was late because I was trying to make it as good as I could. Uh, I'm not turning away. It's to break your spirit. Isn't that weird? All right, let me read these. Michael, Big Bear, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but go down this rabbit hole. Yuri Bezmenov. Oh, I have, my friend. By the way, don't ever say I'm not a conspiracy guy. That's a farmer. That, that's cattle terminology. It's, it's a way to say I'm not one to think for myself. Drew is a conspiracy. Conspiracies happen all the time. Like a surprise party is a conspiracy. You conspire with your friends to surprise someone on their birthday. So when it's like I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. What you're saying is, I don't question my handlers. So don't speak like that, like straight up. It's like, just say, have you seen this? Like the way that, I'm, I gotta show you guys a little more before I read more. The way that you're controlled, and that's how I should phrase this because I, I'm not sure how, like who or how totally, but I know how they do it completely. Like, I have completely figured out how it's done. But that's all I got. But I'm going to show you guys. All right. Where is that image? I'll show you how. You're controlled with your own language. I could do a whole episode just on that. Oh, dude, there's so many more Hank's little kid empty shoe picks. Oh, by the way, before I forget, this is... Modern art. You understand that this is what serial killers do to people's faces and photographs? It's the hatred of beauty. That's what killers 
genocidal maniacs, perverts. That's what they do because they, they don't want to be reminded. One reason why I'm persona non grata in Hollywood is because my existence is a reminder of their cowardice and their uh, greed and the humiliation they should feel. I re my existence reminds them of that because I would, I would, I'm the type of person where if I'm just around doing funny jokes, even if I'm not being mean or ac accusatory at all, I'd be like, oh, hey guys, they, 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 there's a hatred towards me because they're like, why wouldn't you just follow directions? Don't be a conspiracy theorist. Don't go down one of those Alex Jones rabbit holes. I'm like, but what about the removal of beauty, gender, and tradition, culture, monetary stability, the complete corruption of media? What about all that? You guys just, that's all a conspiracy theory to you guys? Well, you're cattle, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not cattle. I refuse to ever be cattle. I'm not going to be on someone else's plate. Now, if people get wealthy because of me, great. But I like I won't give up my um, free will because determinism is valid. There is determinism, but you have to choose that. There are people that are deterministic because they they wait till I, I'll show you this Chesterton quote in a second. Google versus DuckDuckGo define nationalism. Nationalism on Google. It says patriotic feeling, principles, or efforts. Synonyms, patriotism. And then the example is their extreme nationalism was frightening. Now go to Duck Duck. That's not in the definition of nationalism, by the way. That's 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 very recent and very deliberate. It's because they don't want the piggies to know they're pigs. Because globalism, all it is is to create a giant human farm. And, the, and they get celebrities. Because celebrities are perverted morons. And they want to feed their appetites. Like George Takai just wants to keep banging boys. So how does that little piggy get paid? Boys. So what does the farmer make him say? George, we need you to talk about being a, a, a Jap and an internment, Japanese person in an internment camp uh, all the time. Trump's Hitler and he's like, oh my. But I, I mean, wasn't FDR a Democrat? It's like, George... These people are almost broken. They won't even question that FDR was a, a democratic hero, a Democrat hero. It's a hero to Democrats. Just say it, or we're gonna not let you eat these boys. And he's like, oh my deal. That's how it works. And that's why you should not have false idols. Have people you look up to, you admire, you like people have had a hard time with that. Like I've told people, don't. Make me your hero. Don't. And that's real. That's not me being false humble. It's like, like, and they're like, but I do though. It's like, no, you don't. You see me as a, like an older brother figure, like a, a, a positive male role model is not an idol. An idol, a false idol, like American Idol started in 2002. 2001 was when Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood ended. That little era right there was when things started getting crazy. Because it's bigger than politics. Because that era, some a lot happened very bad. And it's like 2002, American Idol came on the scene, right? Who do we idolize? And the words we speak is what we are. I watched this uh, YouTube video of this guy from the 50s. Nightingale, something like that. He was a legend. But he was like, you are what you think. 
And that isn't postmodernism. That's not an embrace of sub subjective. No, it's like the words you use over and over and over again start affecting the way you see the entire world. And it's like certain languages are easier to uh, subjugate the people because of their, the way they speak has hierarchy of power in the very words they use. And that's why the, the communists, the socialists, the Democrats, whatever you want to call them, the handlers, whatever, they're trying to change our words so that we can't have any control over our own lives. Nationalism is just a devotion to the interest or culture of one's nation. And it's so reflective of art. Like if you go into Paris, Prague, London, you know, you can't tell. You can't tell based on the new architecture what people even built it. If you, you could do a tour across America and take a picture in front of a Starbucks and no one would know what state or city you're in. The homogeny of, of tradition and culture and region is a way to make the pigs never question the farmer. Now. Could the piggy survive in the wilderness? That's the question you got to ask yourself. Because some people want to be pigs. Some people are so void of skill, ambition, actual power, not this nonsense fake power, um, community, spirituality, connection to God, connection to anything bigger than themselves, that they, they want this trough. That's the, the ultimate farmer gets the pig to, they can't wait. They can't wait for the slop, right? And if they broke out into the wilderness, they'd die. That's one reason why we're destroying um, the education of children. We're keeping them constantly in a state of trauma and abandonment. Because if you develop skills, you can live outside of the farm. You know, that's why there's all these negative words for people like, oh, you're a prepper. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're one of those gun nuts. I'm like, no, it's called independent. Owning a gun doesn't make you a gun nut. Having canned food and extra stashes of fresh water doesn't make you a prepper. It makes you um, not a pig waiting for slop. If... If the grid went down in 48 hours, millions would start dying in L.A. There's there's cities like Fort Worth. Uh, there's, a, there's a few. I don't know why I just thought of Fort Worth, but like there's several cities and communities where if like in Lake in Saranac Lake or where I live. If the total grid shut down, people wouldn't just start killing each other. They wouldn't. They'd start getting a game plan. They'd figure it out. You know, after a few weeks, they get a little they get nervous. There'd be some conflict after a few weeks, but it wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be like, like a LA, World War Z, apocalyptic, completely. It would be, after 48 hours, there would be mass murder in the streets. No water, no community, no cohesion, tons of psychopathic killers that are there all the time, but they're just waiting for their chance. Fear, no skills, the, no calm that comes from skills. You know, you know how calming skill, skills are? One of the reasons I do this isn't to scare people. I don't want to scare people. Fear to me comes from not having the skills to defend myself or to survive or to not understand what's coming. That's what scares me. Knowing, like realizing who is doing what even if it's horrifying, relieves my fear. Fear is a lack of preparation. All right, let me read a few more of these. 
guys are having fun. David. Hey, BB. Oh, I didn't finish the other guy. Can I be verified as Crafty Bear? Welcome, Crafty Bear. My friend wants to be Canuck Bear. Welcome, Canuck Bear. Sorry about your prime minister. He's a bit of a butt boy, mimic. And he turned me on to Yuri Bezmenov. Keep up the good work. P.S. Please talk about the Pink Floyd more. I loved your podcast about The Wall, my favorite album. Yeah. So that's the thing, because like Roger Waters became a total dipshit, but the wall is epic because it was original and it was unique and it was, it was cohesive. You know, people used to sing songs about art, like Starry Starry Night, paint your palette blue and gray, look out on a summer's day with eyes in it. Now it's like, I go into the club with my pussy. Everyone looking at my pussy. Ain't nobody looking at your pussy. Everybody looks at just my pussy. My name is that, 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 that. Hit it, DJ. Hit the play button about the, with the music that was written and made before you were born. My pussy, my pussy, pussy, pussy. I like gold on my pussy. I'm big and fat, but I don't care because I'm pussy. Compare that to like Starry Starry Night. It was a song about a painting. I don't even know if it's that great of a song, but it's just at least it's a cohesive. Oh, this one dude emailed me last night. He's going to get me more info. He said he's been compiling uh, lyric spreadsheets about how music is becoming completely satanic for like decades about phrases, about submission, about taking the hand of darkness. Like he's like, dude, I know it sounds crazy and i'm like buddy you came to the right place <laughs> like i'm not scared of sounds crazy that just doesn't life itself sounds crazy the existence of matter is crazy matter and anabet matter should have canceled each other out do you understand the the miracle of just the existence of matter let alone your parents meeting and having you like this is all crazy all of it's, if you're truly grateful and truly aware and truly awake, which I can't claim I'm truly awake, but like, this is all crazy and beautiful and unique and, and tragic and painful and awe-inspiring, all of it. So when people are like, hey man, this might sound crazy, but I think there's forces trying to change culture for their own profit. And I think that force is the devil. I'm like, yeah. One of the first thing the devil did make you think he had horns. First thing the devil did is make you think he was a big, red, scary-looking guy. That's not the devil. That's a joke. The devil's funny until he's not. All right. Hey, baby. Garcia Bear here. Don't know if you got my last message, but wanted to let you and the bears know that my medical school program is now revised. Teaching kids can, can be transgender. Guys, this is getting bad. It's gotten bad for a while now. And uh, the transgender kids thing is it's the linchpin of the whole deal. They can't they can't move to the next stage until they've destroyed our ability of protecting our own kids. Once they have that, they have the holy grail of humanity. They have the the 
to have us. We're, we're absolute pigs. Once they can take our kids, convince them they're girls, and inject them with hormones, it's over. And they already, this is the, so when they say like, well, what does a professional say? Well, the medical community, the medical community is, is corrupt. It's so corrupt. This is the same community that was doing hysterectomies on chicks that were acting too bitchy. That's why it's called hysterical. They take, they take out their uterus if they were like, man, man, man. They'd be like, get in here, woman. I'm taking out your uterus. So, so they're capable of corruption. All right. Let's see. This, this, I need to hear the rest of the story. <sighs> I applied your advice and recorded my professors, meeting with the administration staff and along with compiling all the studies, proving transgender kids are not a scientific conclusion, but an activist ploy to destroy the truth about sex at our children's most vulnerable age. I also got, dude, you're the man, by the way. You should write a book about all this. I also got myself a smart pro-life Orthodox Jew lawyer. Very smart move. Yeah, that's why I can't blame the Jews for this stuff. There's a lot of good Jews. You know, because some people will give you a compelling argument that it's the Jews. But then you realize it can't be. Just like, because then you have a group of Jesuits and a group of uh, skull and bones guys and a group of um, these war guys in the Pentagon. Then you have a group of, fuck, I think the Amish are the linchpin of the whole thing. But because um, the Jews are only a part of it. It's it's because they would have media and print distribution. That's one. That, that there's so much of this that it isn't one group of people. It's the existence of evil. And to put it on one group of people is the is to shed your own connection and responsibility to it because for whatever reason you're not willing to do what needs to be done. Killing a demographic does not kill the part in your soul that accepts the removal of beauty from your life and the corruption of your children. That is not because Jews exist. Blaming a demographic is an evil maneuver because you don't let real hunters find the real threats if you muddy the water. Like the left does it with Trump. Trump, Trump, Trump. Everything bad's Trump. If it's bad, it's Trump. Trump, Trump, Trump. And I've recognized that a few times with my friends and people I know where they will come up with like one guy, you know, Soros is a piece of shit, but it's not all Soros is just one of it's, it's so that's why I'm religious. It's so much bigger than just humans. And it's all both inside us and everywhere at the same time. There's metaphysical realms of God and devil war that we that, that is right here all the time and we can't see it. And people that think that's non-scientific are insane. It's like there are other dimensions. There are things like we know nothing about. We know enough to become apex predators with a slow gait and weak arms. But like there's spiritual war happening all the time in like this metaphysical realm that's around us all the time. And it only can be explained with like Satan and God. It's like, how else do you explain the destruction of beauty? Like, and the, the faster someone tries to explain it, the more, you know, they're full of shit. They're like, well, I mean, I, you've gone off the deep end. This is really embarrassing. I'm, I'm I, I feel I sh I'm embarrassed for you. It's clearly just, and then they say nonsense. So like, it's, 
global warming. Man, I'm disappointed in South Park. I didn't want to get into that. It's all right. They, they didn't fully kneel, but like bringing back Man Bear Pig is like valid as someone got to those guys. Because there's, there's less proof of global warming now than when they first made fun of it. The most recent studies that came out, these bombshell studies, oh, wow, that in 100 years, it may cost us 10% of our GDP. Well, in 100 years, our GDP will have went up. If it's 3.5% a year, that's what, 800%? That's less than one minute of Alexandria Cortez's healthcare scam. Like it's all, and that's the worst case scenario, by the way. That's intended to scare people. Then in 100 years, we'll have had to spend 10% of our GDP. That's out of 800%. And to go against it without the infrastructure or the technology uh, in place and ready or created would kill hundreds of millions of people. Like for us, gas going from $2 to $3 to $4 is inconvenient for a lot of the third world. It's, uh, it's death. What happens if you make it $8? What happens if you do one of these taxes? I got to finish this one, though. Hang on. Okay. Don't worry, bro. I'm not going to say the school. All right. Pro-life Orthodox Jewish lawyer to help me make a case to the administration that the curriculum changes are anti-science. Uh, I approached the administration about a week ago, a week and a half ago, and presented my case along with my lawyer. The administration didn't want to go to court or publicity. So, like the cowards they are, they decided to implement the correction I proposed into the curriculum. Win for the good guys! I know you are against links, so do not, I uh, will not say I attend. <laughs> If you look at the curriculum for 2019 to 2020, it has changed from last year. Thanks for your support and advice. Appreciate you and take care, BB. Keep up the good fight with laughs, love, and liberty. Guys, that is a big, big win and a big lesson into how this fight is fought. They are cowards. Dude, you guys have seen me and this guy interact for like months now about this exact thing. And when you get your ducks in the row... You give them any fear at all of being exposed for the the, the, the feeding little demons that they are, they'll, they'll, they'll fold. They're motivated only by fear, cowardice, greed, um, insecurity, lust, sloth, rage. It, but out of all that, here's the thing. The, the, the devil um, makes you think he's this big, red, horned, strong, rah, not... The devil is not strong, doesn't create, only mimics, distorts, and makes deals with cowards. So that's why, like, um, I used to not understand why the, the little hobbits could kill so many orcs. Because you're weak if you're not there. You're weak. It, like, like, evil is literally weak. It just, it just spreads. It's like cancer, you know? It just sucks. But that, that's a big win for this dude. You did, you, you literally just saved kids from hell by doing what you just did. He changed the fucking career. And I'm not going to say where he goes to school. Major, 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 major. Big, 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 big win. Big win, guys.
I'm so fucking proud of you, dude. That's that's huge. If there is a hill worth dying for, it's fighting against the destruction of, of children. Trans kids is... If a hill exists to die on, that's it. Because if you give up, your that's that's your... You get it's like your queen in chess. It's like when we give up our kids, that's it. Hey BB, wanted to show you this article, and it seems like they are to invert the meaning in Lord of the Rings. Um of course they are. That's why Game of Thrones got so big. Game of Thrones is nihilism. Lord of the Rings is Christianity. Lord of the Rings is written by a diehard Christian, it reflects Christianity. And it's a story so good and true that it's been told over and over and over again since it was made. Game of Thrones will be forgotten. Game of Thrones would make heroes and then kill them for no reason. That was the whole point of it. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Yeah, we get it. We're, it's the national debt. We get it. The White Walkers. There's no rules. Everybody dies. Dragons. It's, it's nonsense. I can't stand it. The first three seasons were awesome. And then I saw the plan. It was to make you... Root for the hero, Robert Stark. And then they all die at a wedding. Remember that feeling? That was by design. That was to say, don't root for heroes. Heroes get killed. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you die. Hang on. Hey, Owen, I'm a climber up in the road in Auburn, Washington. And your brother sounds like he has the same personality as one of our old bosses. An absolute legend. Also... If it's not taken, should I be verified as Shave Bear? Welcome, Shave Bear. Carl, hey, Owen, here's a little honey. Just making sure our overlords didn't eat my older donation. Also, if you already verified me, ignore this, but I would like to be verified as Thinner Bear or Philosopher Bear. Welcome, Thinner Bear, and congratulations on the weight loss. Chang. Hey, BB, you're uh, bang on about form and function. Medium is the message and form is the function. Hang on. Medium is the message. Form is the function. I went through an old art school that despised good art. I'm in Canada. I would have, I should have guessed. Justin Trudeau is the ultimate mimic. The teachers hated anything beautiful and called it all repre uh, representative or illustrative. They also hated me because they didn't know how to draw, and I do. Art is a discipline, but because it's rare gift and most talents, the title of artist is more coveted. Mediocrity can uh, depreciate the value of art by pronouncing beauty subjective, uh, pronouncing beauty subjective by, I don't know if I'm not understanding that. All right. And dismissing beautiful creations as mere technique. Bless you and your family. Pray for us up north here. We have Catholic priests shipping the migrant caravan up to Canada now. Yeah, the, the, the Catholics have been bought. So have fun with that, Catholics. I know there's a lot of good Catholics that write me and argue your case. Yeah, well, your church is bought. It's bought. It's a, it's a globalist agency now, the Vatican. So deal with that or don't tell me how good your church is because it's bought. It's, uh, it's not too big to fail. It's too big not to fail. The Catholic institution is so big, global, and they're so incapable of dealing with evil and scandal that they're perfect for satanic takeovers. You got a bunch of old perverts who are just trying to desperately keep secrets that they like to bop little boys when no one's watching. Those are the weakest, sickest, most pathetic people on the planet. And those are the people that carry out marching orders. 
Um, yeah, keep on. Yeah, people that, that that think good is just technique is they're insane. They're literally they're they're, they're just they're all right. Nigel, hey, I love your channel. I've been following your streams for a few months and I've been inspired about God and the existence of truth. Thanks for all your work and perspective. P.S. If you consider uh, doing a doing a podcast in audio. I'll get a lot out of listening to you on Spotify or something. Dick, yeah, it's called Why Didn't They Laugh? All this audio goes on that. So why didn't they laugh on iTunes or Spotify, I think? I don't know. But, yeah, you can get that. Chris, hey there, Owen. Oh, thanks, Chris. Very generous. Finally found your live stream. My girlfriend and I are working on keeping our spirits up in Amsterdam, and you speaking truth really helps. Just finished writing a song for you. We'll record it this week. Where should I send it to you? Can I be Wandering Bear? All the best, man. Welcome, Wandering Bear. Uh, why didn't they laugh at gmail.com? Thank you. I can't wait to hear it. There's also one of the bears is doing a whole bear music community. Find that too, because I just, I don't always have the hours in the day. Like people send me, the, the funniest right now for me is uh, people sending me uh, pictures of sidekick bears' sordid history, how he's been. At, like, he's this, like, Kaiser Sose character. It, it makes me laugh so hard. All right. But, um, yeah, cool, man. Thank you. I can't wait to hear the song. And thanks for uh, supporting the show. Mike. Mike Reed. Oh, Thubby Bear. Happy holidays, too. Yeah. As a former leftist turned right-leaning libertarian, I've been thinking a lot about why conservative legends such as Kurt Russell, Stallone, The Rock, Adam Sandler, and Vince Vaughn haven't gone hard in the paint against the leftist in Hollywood. Well, a couple on those lists... Uh, aren't exactly right wing. I mean, being non-political is tactically smart, but why watch everything they work so hard for burn? I mean, you want you want the answer? I mean, it's sad, but um, no way Jimmy Fallon would deny Sandler as a guest. Oh, yes, he would. You want to bet? Dude, they denied the fucking president. They denied Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald is a hero of comedians. There is no merit in this world. And every denial that people accept is another traumatic incident that subjugates pigs. You've got to understand, it's farming 101. This is all farming. If he wanted to lay down truth, Sandman is worth nearly a billion dollars, and he's one of the top three most powerful comedians alive. But see, there's another argument, though. It's like, it also, some people... Just they they don't like politics. They don't want to be involved in politics and they don't want to have to change because other people are telling them to. And that's a valid argument. I'm not in that boat. I see a fight. I fight it. But like I got to respect some people that are like, I'm not going to fight them because they want me to. They're just going to keep create like making. And I don't know all the backstory. I'm not going to speak on behalf of any of these people, by the way. All right, yes, he's more powerful than Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's 5'6", guys. He's 5'6". Just just putting it out there. 5'6". You know who else had a powerful production company when the left didn't want to make a movie about Jesus Christ? Mel Gibson. Right, and they tried to use Mel Gibson as a, um, as a cautionary tale. They just, they, they, the media then created a new image of Mel Gibson that was a crazy racist anti-Semite, and they can do that to anybody. Anybody. He did it anyway and changed the narrative in the world all on his own. When Clint Eastwood stood up against the... I'm telling you right now, guys. All right, well, I'll finish this, though. 
At the 2012 RNC, he was laughed at by leftist media, but not Hollywood. They know better not to cross a man with no name. The fight is not going to be won or lost with celebrities. The false idol approach is the satanic maneuver. That isn't a maneuver to win. That is, that's, not, that's not a game, that's not a field that you're going to win in. They have that on lock. And it's like the fault, making a human a false idol and then having that person's opinion change society is not the good fight. That, what, what, what our, um, our Chinese Canadian just told us about how the medium is the message. Trying to make celebrities create our, our opinions is the message. So whether it's a right wing, left wing, up wing, down wing, doesn't matter. If we keep listening to what celebrities, false idols think admit, and then we mimic them, we've already lost. Doesn't matter if they're like, like you could have Tom Cruise go on Oprah and be like, it's time for the Fed to stop printing fake money. Nothing would happen. It would be like a quick, uh, it's just, that is in our fight. That, that, that's the fight of illusions. That's the fight of um, mimicry and wizardry. It's just don't even um, engage in that. But I, I know what you're saying now. <coughs> I'll read a couple more. Hey, Owen, I've been listening to you for a few months and really appreciate the message you give. It's nice to be able to laugh at quality comedy and good values. Have you ever read the book Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson? No, I haven't. It's one of the best books ever written, in my opinion. And there, um, and by the way, you don't have to say your opinion. Um, just say it's one of the best books ever written because I already know it's your opinion. And I'm not trying to be whatever, but I've been spending the day working on how language distorts our own thoughts. And I do tons of stuff that I have to work on, so I'm not being judgmental. But like, you don't have to say your opinion. It's a given. It's kind of like how when when the new generation, the younger generation, will say, "I feel like." They never say statements because it's a, a, a feminizing of the world where there is no facts, only feelings. And it's like, I feel like, no, just say what is because that's the fight. Like, look at what our, our young doctor friend just did at a very prestigious medical school. Stand with what, just speak clearly. He could have just said, he, he just saved some lives, by the way, guys. Fucking awesome. All right. It's one of the best books ever written. And there is a character named Wit, whose job is to be witty. Oh, that's interesting. And he always knows pretty much everything. And sometimes you remind me a bit of him. Anyways, it's a brilliant book. And I think you'll really enjoy reading it. Thank you. That was very nice. I like that. Thank you. All right, John. The Jews taste exactly like pork. Very aggressive. I hope that was uh, that was worth it. <laughs> the Jews, Watson. Oh, Teddy, I gotta shoot more Shylock Holmes. Gotta shoot more Shylock Holmes. It's about time. It's time to shoot Shylock Holmes. Leona, hey, Big Bear. I'm an intelligent woman in my fifties that does not subscribe to ageism anymore and any of that isms. I woke up this year from my brainwashed state to find myself on the wrong side of culture. I want you to know how much your podcast means to me. I have literally no one else to talk to about these things. You are very important to many, many people. Please don't go away. I'll try not to, but there's more of you than you think. Just 
speak clearly to people and you will inspire people and they will want to be friends with you. Just trust me. There, there, there's more people than you think that there, it's, it's people have a lot of fear. They've been beaten down. They're, they're waiting. They're waiting for just someone to say something. Like the Incredibles, like if you watch the Incredibles one and the Incredibles two, the Incredible two was garbage. Incredibles one was sweet. You can watch how, like, just in that time period, how political correct culture took over, like how they depicted family, how they depicted men and women and black people and stuff. Like the first one, uh, there was this uh, this little kid just kept saying, "I'm wa- I'm waiting for something to happen," and the dad would be like, "What?" and he's like. Something amazing. Brilliant. It's, it, it was beautiful. You know? It was like this little kid is like, I'm waiting for something to happen. And, and, this, and, his, and the dad was an out-of-work superhero who, who couldn't be a superhero anymore because the world was suing greatness. It was such a good message. And, uh, and he's fat and he hates himself. And he's like, what? Get out of the driveway. What's up, kid? He's like, I'm just waiting for something amazing. I'll speak for men. I can't speak for women. I mean, I can, but I, I'm just not sure I'm right with that. Men need heroes. Like men need to see other men do something great that they can then work from. And then it inspires you to take what they've done and go more and more and more. It, the inspiration in the, in the form, you got to start with the form and then do something else. It's like, Like good jazz would start with someone's bag, which is what they know. They know. So you start with a you start with the base, and then you go everywhere. It's like climbing trees, like the climber that just wrote in. It's like you don't just climb a twig and then jump and you die. It's it's trunk, and then you can you're tied in, and then you rope off somewhere else higher. And then you can go out to a new branch. And then when you feel that secure, you can grab another and then go there. You don't just, you have to have that trunk and then the strong limbs. And then the more crazy you go, the more beautiful it is for the listener when you go back to the source. And that that constant expansion and contraction, expansion and contraction in music, where it's like to Im- improvise off of a function, like a, a, a structure, and then you return it, 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 in music, it, it shows you the entire hero's journey. It shows you go out into chaos. You make it uh, ordered and you bring it home. You're out, you're home, you're out, you're home. It's like you have your identity, your traditions, your culture, your nation, your family, your God, you know, and then go out and then come back and go out. And, and that's what civilization is based on. So when you're trying to restructure a civilization to make it pathetic and impotent, to conquer it, take everything. And the big fat pig is America and Europe and Australia. No offense, Africa, but no one gives a shit about what you have. Sorry. And no, I truly mean no offense. But there's a reason that it's white males are the ones being demeaned constantly and, and, and told they're girls and toxic and all this stuff because we have the money. And China is based on mimicry. The entire economy is based on stealing intellectual property, mimicking it. And the hive-like population recreates it. They don't have true wealth. They have this, this bee wealth. They don't have 
the same, like their traditions and culture is based currently, I, I can't speak on all the dynasties and all that, subjugation. They're subjugated. That's why they love Islam. That's why, don't be Islamophobic. They're already pigs. That's why they don't eat pigs. It's seen as cannibalism. They're on their knees five times a day. And bowing towards Mecca is different than praying to God. It's different. And it's like, and, and what Muhammad was, was a statist. He was a warlord and a pedophile. And the whole message is you can kill anyone that isn't Muslim. It's peace through decimation. Christianity is not that at all. All right. Hey, Big Bear. Oh, I read that one. Hey, Big Bear. I saw the new Robin Hood movie, and the plot is about the new sheriff of Nottingham, and the Catholic Church are paying the Arabians as a way to steal the crown from the King of England with the Crusades War. It's crazy how it reflects what is happening now. They even talk about the priests abusing young boys for their own pleasure. Dragon Bear. Hang on. I'll have to, I'll have to watch that to get more info on that. Because you got to be, be wary, though, of too much priest-kid abuse stuff in Hollywood and media and stuff. It, it's still a way to kill God and, G, and Jesus from the hearts of man. The, 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 the scandal is 100% true. It needs to be addressed. And it makes me not trust the Vatican, always, of course, but just be wary and know that there's child abuse everywhere and there's more child, there's no, more pedophilia in public schools than there is Catholic churches. I personally find it more egregious that it's in Catholic churches because that ruins, that, that they're supposed to represent God's word. Public schools obviously have problems. It's a state run, like small towns can have good public schools. Because there's more of a uh, checks and balances. You actually know each other. Your neighbors. You can be like, hey, what, what were you teaching my kid? But when a public school gets big enough, it, it's, it's literally a propaganda machine. And, and of course, there's abuse of children there. But when you represent God and you abuse a kid, there's an, there's an, there's an extra level in hell for that. Rob. Hey, Big Bear. I found you from comments on Vox, about, uh, Vox Day, Vox Papuli, about six weeks ago. A2 Brute is a phrase in a foreign dead language that still exists today. It reminds us conspiracies are real and will murder you. This is my first donation. Sorry for taking so long to contribute. Can I be verified as Citizen Bear? Welcome, Citizen Bear. If that is taken, maybe Templar Bear. Uh, keep up the great work. P.S. Have you read Martin Van Craven's Equality is not... Martin Van Cravald's Equality. If not, you should check it out. I will. Did, I think Vox may have published that. Did he publish that? I th I've heard him talk about that dude. But um, I, have, I have so many books I need to read. Oh, and um, Vox Day just released uh, Jordan Ethics. Still haven't read it, but I'm really excited to. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's a slightly critical book of Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson taught me everything I needed to know about false idols. Because I briefly saw him as an idol. And I saw the power of it, the evil of it, and the destructive force of it. So that's why I speak with just real experience on this whole idol thing, because I have always sought after strong male role models and um, and sometimes confused it with with idols. And uh, and yet Peterson is uh, is fucking insane, by the way, like in that this isn't like one of those like. Just read Vox's book, like when you would. 
there was a good six months when I my instincts were kicking in that what Peterson was doing was a series of nonsense statements and manipulations and crazy contradictions that I couldn't speak out against because I had elevated him in my mind so high that it like physically hurt a little bit. But like, and that's what taught me everything about that, where it's like, have, just look, you know, have friends, have colleagues, look up to people, have people be a role model, but idol worship is bad. And the people that usually get you to worship them are fucked up. Peterson is, uh, man, he is a dangerous guy because he can mimic so well. I was talking to one of uh, a Peterson bot that I happen to be friends with, but that's what I call him because it's just like, you don't understand. I'm like, well, my IQ is 147. What's yours? Aren't you like functionally retarded? It's like, no, you're not smart as Peterson. I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. But like, that's not an issue here. Okay, you're so fucking retarded that you don't know if I'm smarter or he's smarter. Like, we're both so much smarter than you that you can't even make that call. So leave that fucking argument off the table, and now let's just discuss. And I actually changed his mind on Peterson because I go, is, P- is Peterson Christian? Is, does Peterson think abortion is good or bad? Is, I, I just, a, a million, like, things. And I, I'm like... No one, everyone answers all these questions differently based on what they want him to be. And I could do a whole presentation on how he's answered questions of the most fundamental nature with vague, tricky, wizardry bullshit so that you simply believe what you want to believe. And then you become uh, just, and then once you, when, once your instincts start kicking in and saying like, something's wrong. You're so in it that you can't even, you're like, you get angry at anyone who questions them. I've gotten so much hate from the, from questioning Peterson where people are like, I used to love you, Big Bear. Now I hate you. I'm like, then you're not someone I want watching my videos. You used to love me and now you hate me based on my opinion of one Canadian professor that I refer to as Kermit the Fraud who talks like a frog. Well, here's something crazy about Peterson. Did you know that like, he had a, a a male friend come into his house when he was uh, when his kids were young, and his wife left with the kids. I think I might be getting a few details wrong, but because of this friend, and Peterson chose the friend that over his family. There's a million of those things. Like the dude's insane. Like Peterson's like, all right, well, my daughter has horrific arthritis, eh? And, you know, just in horrible pain. And my wife, but this guy. And he picked a guy. And, I mean, he's clearly a homosexual. I mean, come on. Alleged. I'm just alleging that. I have no proof to that. But the dude's as gay as the day is long. He's like one of those, uh, he's like one of those guys who will just fuck anybody, I bet, for, like, power and to feel like a frog. I don't know. He's insane. Like that dude, that dude, like choosing a weird man that you're over your wife when you have a real sick kid. 
Is that is that is that Jungian truth? I don't know. I'm getting pissed. Let me finish these up. Current fucking Peterson. How do you feel about abortion? I know that I wouldn't recommend it to someone I loved. That that uh, excuse me, sir. That's total nonsense. Can you please uh, repeat that with any like balls at all? Like any answer? Abortion. Eh? As long as you speak clearly, that is not a gulag. <clears throat> uh, excuse me, sir. That is complete gibberish. I uh, doesn't answer any of my questions. It depends what you mean by question, eh? A question. You know what the fuck a question is, Peterson. Just answer me. Compelled speech is wrong. Yeah, no shit. And I also know to clean my room. A five-year-old knows to clean the room. Everyone talks about cleaning their rooms all the time. The fact that you tell people to clean the room does not mean you can't answer any question about anything. How much money do you make a month, Peterson? Like a million dollars a month, eh? Because young men need me. <laughs> it's like, what, with all your answers? With all your kind, he thinks Jesus is an archetype and that the writers of Jesus made him um, a carpenter because carpenters make things. Do you know how many people think Peterson's a Christian? Peterson doesn't believe in God. He's all about the pyramid of, uh, of, that, of the Illuminati pyramid shit. He loves it. Dude's insane. And it's powerful. It's like, it's, he's a great farmer of humans. It's like, it's powerful how many people would swear he's a Christian. He's the up. He's not only is he not Christian, he's satanic. He thinks that anything that makes you more prosperous is is truth. He had this whole argument with Sam Harris about it. And at the time, I was totally back in Peterson because I was like, I just get way too loyal. I guess. I'm, well, no, way too stupid. I'm not going to give myself a compliment as, as I'm dissing myself. But like, they were arguing over the definition of truth for like three hours. He's like, truth is what benefits people. And Sam Harris, who I can't stand, but was actually accurate the more I listened to, the more I re-listened to it. He's like, truth is, what, Peterson? He's like, truth is, if you do it, your life will get better. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, Peterson? Truth Lobsters know the truth. Peterson, do you worship the devil? It depends what you mean by the devil. Well, seeing as the devil is always trying to rewrite the meaning of words and invert everything and trick people and being the opposite of what they really are. Like you represent real strong masculinity and truth and speaking truth to power. Yet you're probably homosexual with soft hands. You, um, Suggested that Judge Kavanaugh step down in the face of a nonsense leftist crowd that were wrong based on false allegations. And you charged $300 a ticket to meet you and take a picture with you as you speak nonsense. Um, so you're the opposite of what you represent yourself as. That would be the equivalent of if... I can't think of what the opposite of what I am is. I don't fucking know. He's an absolute piece of shit. It depends what you mean by piece of shit. There is shit that nourishes worms. And without worms, there would be no birds. 
And without birds, there would be no wings. And without wings, I wouldn't know what to wear when I'm with my friend nude. And my wife and kids had to leave because she knows I'm fucking gay as hell. All right, I got to wrap this up. I'm now just spiraling. All right, I'm in the normal chat now. I know I missed a bunch of Super Chats, but think of it more as a tip for a piano player at a um, at a bar. I hope I can get to it. But, uh, hey, my name's Jordan Peterson. Hey, it, it depends what you mean by gay sex. <laughs> People that are always trying to redefine beauty, truth, words, they're always trying to fuck a dude or a kid or... It's always to hide something. The opposite of me is Jimmy Kimmel. I take that as a massive compliment, by the way, unofficial bear. Please read mine I just sent. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Hey, I'm here for you guys. I just, uh, I've been running now for an hour and 42 minutes. And once I start going down the Peterson path, I could make fun of that dickless bastard for years. Soft, clammy hands. You have to pay hundreds of dollars to touch his hand. And you got the Dave Rubin opening up for him with probably just hilarious comedy. It's like, hey, lobsters. And everyone's like, <laughs> I like Rubin. I mean, he's a, he's a sodomite. Like, I wonder if him and Peterson ever fuck. That'd be weird. That'd be so fucking weird. It's like, put on your lobster bib, eh? It's time for some lobsters, eh? <laughs> A man, a man with uh, sponsors wouldn't say what I just said because they'd say, wow, that's uh, alleging that Jordan Peterson and uh, Dave Rubin fuck each other wearing lobster bibs is, is way over the top. But it's also funny, but still, we can't support the show anymore. That's why I don't have them because I don't want to ever, uh, I don't ever hesitate. Am I right? I have no idea. The odds Dave Rubin and Jordan Peterson have ever uh, become butt buddies, little butt boys. And want to know why sodomy is weird? Want to know why it's not a hatred of homosexuality? It's 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 a inverse of life. If you put your dick in a vagina, you make babies. If you put it in an in, in an ass, you you just you just come. It is a uh, you take away all uh, all morality how do i put this just talk about it just totally functionally right people that only want to put their dick in an asshole there's something there's something almost like the hatred of life itself in that philosophically philosophically there's something very anti-life with that it's almost like i i will not put my dick where i make life i will put it where excrement comes out of a human body. It, it's, it's the inverse of creation is putting in an ass. The only thing it creates is AIDS. It's just, it, it literally, it's, it's almost like, like getting off on the subversion, the upside down of the process of making human beings. Don't get me wrong. I've had plenty of sex in my life where I was not intending on making human beings. I'm no religious leader, guys. 
I am no um, beacon of morality. Actually, I am slightly a beacon of morality, but that's simply because every other beacon fucking turned off their own lights because someone unfollowed them on Facebook. But um, the craving of anal sex is weird. There's something going on with that. Something going on with it. Because objectively speaking, an asshole is not attractive. There's nothing attractive about it. There's, there's nothing attractive. There's, there's no... I think that's why a lot of these people, these sodomites, like um, uh, Barack Obama, big into sodomy, right? The reason a lot of these people don't like objective beauty and form and they're all into like postmodern, just melted bullshit is because that's what... It's a, it's a complete package. You know, there's nothing uglier than an asshole. Like what is what it's like, like shit is repulsive. It's repulsive. It, it, it carries diseases. It's like you literally have to have to go away from a community to shit out of like shame and health and it's fucking embarrassing and gross. And so to be sexually aroused by that which expulses shit says so much about your character. You know, it just does. It, it just does. And it's not a hatred of gay people. It's not a hatred of sodomites. I think it's it's just fucking weird. It's almost like, imagine if someone was like, hey, you want to hear some, uh... no, the shape of, an, of a woman's ass is attract the curvy nature of an ass. Yeah, great. I'm talking about an, an asshole. Like a vagina can be a beautiful thing. Not an asshole. It's objectively ugly. It's objectively, there's, there's no argument for this other than be tolerant, be tolerant of my proclivities. Well, your, your proclivities are, 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 are fucking gross. You guys get it. <sighs> yeah, I'm getting a lot of agreement. I like it. Hip sign of fertility. Good, good call. Life is beautiful. The most beautiful, like the most universally eye-catching part of a woman's body is hips. That curve, that curve. Like people re try to recreate it with cellos and piano curves. And it's the curve. Well, I don't know why, because that's fertility. That curve represents a woman's ability of giving birth to life. What does the asshole represent? Death. Disease. That's why these sodomites, they shouldn't be kicked out of society or anything, but you got to keep a watchful eye. You got to keep a watchful eye. Owen only does missionary. Not true, Jeremiah. Missionaries, I'm not talking about this with you, Jeremiah. Owen coming out from spiral. Yeah, you guys get it. I always say that, yeah. Please watch the Larry Sinclair testimony. Uh, invaders of border trying to step uh I don't know. I just think there's a good chance that uh, Peterson and Dave Rubin, because I wouldn't blame Dave. The reason I, I still like Dave Rubin is because he doesn't misrepresent himself. He's like, listen, I'm into sodomy. And you're like, okay. Like, All right. As long as we're clear. I'm sodomite. <laughs> Jordan Peters is like, I'm here for truth, eh? 
The Bible is beautiful, eh? All right, so anyway, I'm a liar. I'm not a Christian, and I'm clearly, like, really into dudes. I think he's into dudes with power or real broken guys. He's one of those dudes. There's going to be some stuff. Like, if he goes off book at all for the globalist agenda, Peterson, if he takes one step out, the amount of shit, you think that they have shit on Cosby or, or Louis C.K. or any of these other scandals that just organically hit the media. Man, if Peterson doesn't follow orders, oof, he's going to be like, yes, it's true. I fucked a frog in the ass. That's why I talk like this. It's a weird Stockholm Syndrome relationship. I was wearing a lobster bib. <laughs> All right, I shouldn't laugh. I don't think he's like a, a predator. I don't think that Peterson like hunts and rapes. I think he, uh, he likes to be worshipped. And that's why his wife uh, was not a fan of his friend. I've said some pretty slanderous stuff. Or, I don't know, slanderous print... Printed? I don't know. But I, th this is all just comedy, by the way. It's, it's, a, it's a distant allegation. Well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even call it credible. I'd say there's a 25% chance that Jordan Peterson is a closet homosexual. I think there's a 5% chance him and Dave Rubin have butt-buddied hard. Slightly higher percent chance that they've done like some weird lobster bib thing. Uh, yeah, they've done some bib work. Worn some bibs. They're like, got on the lobster bib, eh? Uh, but he's fucking, he's brutal. Hey, Owen, thank you for your live stream. Shout out to my dad and mom, Mark and Lisa, married for 31 years. Wow. Congratulations. 31 years. That's awesome. You're a good, you're a good kid, Taylor. All right, Zachary. I was a Peterson fan, and I introduced his videos to my uncle, who was a Christ follower. I remember my uncle warning me to not blindly listen to him. <clears throat> I rolled my eyes. I was like, whatever. But now I know he was right. The enemy of our enemy turned out to be our enemy. A 145 IQ without God descends into madness. Yeah, you've been talking to one for almost two straight hours. Like... I had a good, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you on this. I had a good talk with my wife last night because I, I, I take Thanksgiving is a really good time to be grateful and then recharge and really assess how next year we can be even more grateful. And not that I want to quantify gratitude, but just like me and Amy had some really good talks about like what we can do to like better understand each other. And, we're, and that's the thing. We're not having any problems at all. Like we're doing awesome and that's the best time to talk about these things is when you're good. You know, I'm like, so tell me where I'm misunderstanding you. Because the, the, the foundation to a good marriage is trust. It's, I trust that you have mine and my children's best interests. And you trust that I have you and our children in our best interests. Because when you start there, you're so much less likely to go to anger or resentment or any of these things. It's, if you truly trust, and I've had, tr I have trust issues in my life. I do. I'm a pattern guy. I just do. But I trust Amy and Amy trusts me. And that's been such a blessing because I'm like, 
Because we have huge misunderstandings. She's married to me. And I'm not saying that I'm bad. I'm not like one of those frumpy sitcom dads that's like, well, she puts up with me. The guy pays for everything. But I know I'm going to get shit for this by just probably short people. But there's no other way to accurately say what needs to be. Like, I am like a bit of a genius. Like, that that's not a brag, kind of isolating. And uh, what a genius, all a genius is, is someone with an elevated IQ type mind or something. They're just really, really good at something. And it's isolating and it makes for rocky times in your life because here's something. Um, there's times in my day where I have to stop what I'm doing and uh, write something down or look something up or because if not, it's gone. Same with music, same with all that stuff. And um, that can be hard on a woman who, who requires a lot of um, routine. So, so do children. So we're working out how we can be, man, saying I'm, I'm going to get shit for that. And I guess it's valid from certain perspectives, but you just, it's just true though. And it's not a brag. It's like, it's fucking isolating a lot. Cause sometimes I'm like, do you, do you want me to stop talking about what I'm talking about? And she's like, no, I just don't understand it. I'm like, well then I'm not doing a good job explaining it. Cause you're a very smart person. She's just like, but you're connecting dots. It's like, I, I just can't keep up with that. I'm like, well, what, what are you interested in then? And then you start talking with your wife about like, because she's so cool that like, she'll get, she'll try and like get into what I'm getting into so that we can have intimate conversations. You know, when someone cares about what you're talking about, it's awesome for a marriage, but it's also up to me to, to see what she cares about and to like do the same for her. Cause that's one, one, one problem with geniuses, which is exactly what this dude just said at 145 IQ without God descends into madness. It's not a brag to say you're a genius. You're actually in a vulnerable spot because there's a way where if you're not around very many people that want to get involved with like music and comedy patterns and history, just tons of shit, you, you end up being very uh, alone. And so then you start doing it in your own mind. That is the, that is the, uh, it's hard for me to describe this. That's the Achilles heel of academia. When you take like smart people that don't have connection to reality or God, um, they become this weird form of narcissist where they think they can solve existence and they're always wrong. And when implemented, it leads to the worst satanic destruction in the world. That's why, um, Intellectual, it doesn't mean good. Being smart does not mean good. Karl Marx was crazy smart. Not good. So that's why it's like you have to have roots in truth and reality. Um, and here's the thing. It's not always about like IQ and shit. It's like I don't know what most people's IQ is. I just want to be around people that care about something. And so like, like uh, Amy's grandfather, Jack. I love being around Jack because Jack knows so much shit that I don't know. He knows how to fix a lawnmower. He knows how to build a porch. 
I suck at all that stuff. So I get to find new patterns and have a positive male role model. That's all it is. The isolating part comes in the specific field of the genius where there's like not that many people that they can talk to about the thing they know a tremendous amount about. And this is why I have had such a hard time with the censorship and the leftism and all this stuff because the Hollywood improv I used to love because I'd go in there and you'd go to the bar and there would be 10, 15, 20 of like all different levels of comedy, levels of fame, ages, demographics, histories, all of it. And they'd all be hanging out and just feeling so comfortable with each other as these word maniacs, like these people that are just like, we were all trying to solve the the riddle of the joke. And the joke is such a fun one because it's so hard because humor comes from all parts of life, truth, um, inversion, um, uh, exaggeration. Uh, You want to make people feel relieved and safe while simultaneously slightly in danger. It's like, it's a tremendous art and pattern thing. And so I always felt so at home there because I wasn't weird there. I wasn't like if I, I felt challenged and I felt like no one looked at me like I was crazy. And then when, when comedy accepted leftism, it all died. And that's one reason why I took it kind of personally, because it was very, very isolating. And it's not just like, I can, I don't feel uh, isolated with, around other people that are really good at other stuff. At all. Like, I feel like, uh, like I have a lot to learn. But like, when it, when it comes to comedy, there's so few people that I can, there's so few comedians that I can really relate to anymore. Because all of the, most of the really great ones have chosen to suck. And a lot of the other ones don't know what I'm talking about. So, I don't know. So, I was talking to Amy about that and we came up with some good game plans about, uh, When's family, like, I'm going to try to be more structured with my day. Like, when is family time and when is, um, I don't fucking know. You guys don't care. Let me just say bye to you guys. <clears throat> Hit the like button, share. Hugepianist.com for tour dates. Uh, tickets, paypal.me slash feedthebear if you want to throw me a tip. Yeah, it's completely crowdfunded. So if you like this stuff, start to feel like this is Owen's therapy session. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, a, 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 like a comedian would never say that. Like, someone in my old community would never... That's the shit that, that can drive you a little wacky when you're like, so have you made the connection between, or like the way I feel about this and what is, and then people are like, starting to feel like a, a therapy session. It's like, okay, then I, I see it's not a conversation to you. Like you just think someone's complaining because you have no idea what I'm talking about. And no, like one last person that I can talk to. Awesome. <laughs> no, you don't have to care. Like literally, it, holy shit. Um, what I was trying to explain was a thing that I do in my family where we work on ourselves for our gratitude and stuff like that. And I was talking about how when you're in a marriage and you're a highly specific type person in a very um, in, like intense field, your wife, there's a good chance she isn't as interested in, as you. I'm trying to give advice, not fucking have a therapy session, but I can't do it without using examples from my own life. Because that's all I know. So 
it's good to have a conversation with your wife about that. Cause I guarantee there's tons of you out there, males that are like really, really good at like plumbing or really, really good at uh, civil war history or, or some specific thing like me. And you, um, and you may feel a distance or a lack of intimacy in conversation sometimes with family members. And that's something we all can address. And it's really not that hard to fix. Um, that's all I was talking about. And a ton of people just that are so fucking retarded. They're just like, sounds like someone needs a therapist. Can you, that's why I had to marry someone so intelligent because Amy, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than being around like a really dumb woman. Right. It's just. I mean, there'd be times when I'd be with like a really beautiful woman who it turned out was very dumb. And it almost felt like creepy. It almost felt like like you'd start having conversations and they would sound like children almost where they'd be like. I like pancake. I can't explain it. It would just be like. What? It's like, ah, Kim Kardashian has a new perfume. I'm like, you're 25, right? You're not, you're not, you're not nine. You promise you're not nine. I just graduated medical school. I don't know. You guys get it. I'm going to get out of here. Like Kesha, yeah, it's because they're role models. They, they truly are like idiotic, and I, I, I'm, I, I don't think it's as genetic as people want to think it is. I'm gonna do a little pushback because I've had some, uh, I've some friends that are convinced it's just totally genetic. I was raised in such a good environment for getting smart, and I know that's a good thing. I, I know there's so much more potential in the human mind, and I know that, and we'll bring it all home right now. That our culture, eliminating beauty, eliminating aspirations, form. Okay, I'm currently a genius in our society. Put me in Renaissance Italy, and I'm fucking retarded. Like, look at Da Vinci, Michelangelo. Like, these guys could invent... Like, one of them invented a helicopter, was a sculptor, designed everything, like, made his own house. Like, I'm, I'm nothing. Like, we've become just so less skilled that um, I don't, I think it's so, it so has to do with cultural training, family training. Like me and my mother, when I was a kid, we'd go to the beach, Rocky Beach, Lake Ontario, and we'd look at stones and we'd look and she'd have me tell her a story from the stone. And, uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying all humans are moldable, culture doesn't matter, race doesn't matter. Like everything matters a little bit, but the main thing is like, I'd have to look at the pattern of the stone and come up with a story. And then I'd start seeing it. And she'd be like, let's look at more stories in the stones. That's how you, 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 you train your brain to see patterns. And then you see stories in the rain. Me and my mom would look at rain, the rain, and I'd see music in the rain. I was, there's a reason I was playing Bach by ear at that age. It's pattern recognition. You see, you see the drops. And then she's like, can you, can you see the patterns? And then you're like... I, I, I kind of see the like my trade is pattern recognition and I got it from my mother. It's a skill. And then my father taught me public speech and that's it. And that's why I'm really good at this. But um, I'm low IQ by choice. That's funny. 
Yeah. I really think you can raise people's IQs if they don't have tons of trauma as kids and, uh, and you teach them pattern recognition, not just want to know a way to make uh, kids stupid is you, uh, you just keep feeding them facts that have no connections at all. Like when did the pilgrims land? What were the names of the ships of Columbus? What's the capital of Nevada? You know, and, and then you get the, what you're training is not intelligence. You're training uh, someone seeking the approval of a stranger. It's like, did I do good? Did I say the right word? Yeah, you said the right word. You learned nothing. You didn't learn why it was the capital or why the year happened or what, what were the forces that led to it. You simply, I used to drive my teachers crazy because we'd be learning something and there'd be a big map in the, in the, in the school. It was like middle school. And they'd be teaching something about, you know, going on in Europe. And I'm like, during this time, what was happening in Greenland? And they're like, we're not on Greenland, Owen. I'm like, no, but, but how did Greenland affect this? And they'd be like, time to go to the principal's office, Owen. I'm like, if you don't see the connections, you don't know how to learn anything. It's the whole point of learning. Like, I can't read music. Like people would be like, oh, you're so good at the piano. How uh, it must have been. I don't read fucking music. It slows you down. Who gives a fuck? Patterns. Once you get those 12 notes and you see all the possibilities, why the fuck would you read music? It's right there. It's right there. Just patterns, patterns. Like, and when you see that the world is a series of patterns and a series of stories, human beings are we we give each other. True meaning in stories. That's why Hollywood is so fucking evil. Because the Bible is a story. It's true, but it's a, it's a story. Because that's the only way we can know. We can't understand the metaphysics of good versus evil any other way than stories and characters. Because that's how we learn. And it's the same with, we learn logic by math. We learn truth by stories. And music is the thing that puts it all together in a wordless a bit, I can't explain it. It's like, it, it's wordless and, and food. And, and, and you learn to love a culture and accept a culture and live with a culture. If you appreciate their food, their music, their, their, their history, their comedy, that's why cultural appropriation by design is to keep people isolated. I know what it feels like to be isolated guys. It's, it's how you make someone wait. Okay. So back in the day, and then I'll close on this. <clears throat> Back in the day, what do you mean by the Bible? Oh, that's what Peterson said. Well, what do you mean by the Bible? I mean, I was talking to somebody about the, the Genesis, and they're like, in a week, Owen, the universe was made. I'm like, do you understand that time is based on gra gravity, mass, speed, all that stuff? Do you realize that our current time like the, like the billions a year all the time is based on the current distribution of mass and speed of objects. You could, I'm not a mathematician, but I'm telling you right now, there's a, you could with math theorize that, that billions of years could happen in a week because time, it, time is actually fluid. It's not fluid on earth, but it's fluid. It's like when you drop a, uh, a bowling ball on a, 
Trampoline, that's the best way to describe time. And same with, because um, it warps space, mass warps space. And when you see the trampoline warp, you understand that around an object. So, <clears throat> so that's why when people are so arrogant, they're like, <laughs> you think the universe, God made the universe and shut the fuck up, dude. You don't even know, you, you know so little, you don't even know that that could happen because you don't even understand how time works because you have a digital watch because you don't even like the, the arms. Because you, you, it's hard to read arms, so you have to read a number, because that's what your farmer wants you to read. <laughs> so why break people? And this is what we really got to watch out for. War. All right. So back in the day, it would be like these brave men would go into war. The casualties, it would happen, but not crazy high. And World War II, World War I changed all that. You saw there was a meat grinder, and a lot of uh, a lot of men didn't want to do it because they're like, why would I just run into a machine gun? There's like no way to win. There's no form. There's no nothing. There's nothing inspiring about this family feud in Europe that is leading to the destruction of millions of great men. There's poison gas here. What the fuck is this? So the, the farmers realized that an even more powerful soldier is a completely desperate, broken nihilist. Like to get the Eastern Front... The reason that, that Stalin could actually beat Hitler is because Stalin was actually more evil and empty than Hitler, if you can imagine. So those people would just, they had nothing. They had no, just nothing. No beauty, no family. It all been taken by the state. And um, so that's why they would just run. They would, they would just, they would, they would march in, and drown because... There was a way that they would have orders. And if they didn't have a boat, if someone's like, we need a boat, it's like, we already gave you a boat. If you're like, well, there's not one here, that guy died. You never question anybody. It's all farming, right? So they would say, march. And, and you couldn't say there's no boat and we can't swim. You had to do it. And they would march to their own death. That's what happens when you remo remove beauty, truth, and family from a population. They literally, you can, you, puppets. People, and if you think that was long ago and there's all stupid, people agreed that Caitlyn Jenner was the woman of the year. It was a 65-year-old man with a fucked up face. We're worse than the Red Army. Do you understand that? We look at Caitlyn Jenner because we're not being trained to fight. We're being trained to die. We're being trained to just consume. Don't get me wrong. Totally hopeful. In your life, you can beat it. Like I'm not trying to be depressing. Just know that. But this isn't to train soldiers. This is train. This is to train pigs. Yeah. As a guy who was born in the USSR, you are wrong about how we won the war. Okay. So will you explain it? By the way, you weren't alive during the war. And uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say your school system may have bent it a little bit. I actually know a lot about the Eastern Front. Let's talk. <laughs> All right. For the USSR guy. I, see, that's the thing. is I don't know if it's a troll. Because he didn't give any um, information. Wow, that is dark, Owen. True, though. It's not dark. It's, it, it just is. Want to know what's, what's super dark? Is not admitting something. The darkest thing you can do is say that there's no dark. Time is... 
Time's a thing. If there's no humans, there would still be entropy. Therefore, time is more than just a concept. Yeah, I never said time wasn't a concept. Or I mean, time wasn't real. Time is real. Time is bendable. If you travel the speed of light, time functions completely differently. You know that, right? I should do a whole thing just called, you know that, right? The, uh, the creation story is just symbolic. Explain the, I don't know, stop. Roasting water buffalo left his accident. Yuri Bezmanov explained how to conquer a superpower. Yeah, that was a, I did that a little while ago. USSR. So, oh, so the guy doesn't have any information. Russia just fired on Ukraine ships, according to Drudge. U.S.S. Jordan Peterson soft hands. Time is fundamental rate at which interatomic phenomenon occur. All right, whatever. Time only exists within human consciousness. That is not true at all. Common sense philosophy. It's more like retarded philosophy. When you say common sense, do you mean common in like a retard ward of a, of a psych ward? Time is only exists in human consciousness. So if there's no humans, time doesn't pass. Man, people are educated so bad. Critical thinking, guys. Critical thinking. So if humans, if a, if a, if a human isn't around, time freezes? Oh, and don't let the trolls piss you off. I'm not getting pissed off, Eric. This is how assertive men talk. You need better men in your life. Common sense is wizardly words. All right. I'm going to check the PayPal's. It's just usually more thought out. If there, if someone has to pay any amount of money, any, they do a better job with it. Me and my brother are working on a new sketch, uh, cross training. We're like cross training construction, where you pay us a hundred bucks and then you you work on our construct construction sites. Pretty funny. Here, cross train, hundred bucks. Because if you pay us, you can just do work. Like it's how you make slaves. Because CrossFit, it literally looks like you're just part of a moving company or turning tires, swinging a hammer. I'm like, wait a minute, I pay you to do this shit? You're out of your fucking mind. But when you get someone to pay you to work for you, you got yourself a piggy. Uh, all right, I got to get out of here. It's been two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, PayPal.me slash Feed the Bear if you enjoyed this. And uh, listen, if you don't have cash, it's fine with me. But free doesn't always last. Check out Facebook. <laughs> Ha! I'm losing my mind. All right. Schro that's some of Schrodinger's cat. Well, me and my brother were doing this bit where we're like, we're, we're billion, billion dollar brother idea guys. Billion dollar brothers. And we're like, someone's like invent and we're taking requests from the chat. We're just doing stuff that I'm not uploading on the other Owen Benjamin Live. But um, it was like, okay, sex toy. We designed a perfect sex toy. I'm like, what is it, brother? He's like, okay, it's a box. I'm like, okay. He's like, Inside the box, he's like, nothing. I'm like, I love it. Saves on cost. He's like, the most powerful and most erotic part of the human body, the mind. I'm like, so true. He's like, so not knowing what's in the box is the most erotic thing in the world. The only way it isn't erotic if you look in the box. And I'm like, Schrodinger's sex box. He's like, perfect. 100 bucks. 100 bucks for an empty box? He's like, it's not empty until you open it. Before that... It can be the most sexy thing in the whole world. I'm like, billion dollar brothers. Billion dollar brothers. See, that's the shit I need in my life. All right, guys. Have a great day. Hit like, share, hugepianist.com, paypal.me slash feedthebear, patreon.com slash WDTL, and comment about other things. Um, 
that where you see beauty being destroyed. And uh, if you're just going to be like, Big Bear calls himself a genius, just save your breath. Just go, just go do something else. Like do it, find a hobby, chore. I know a few people related to what I was talking about, and that's all that matters. All the dead wood can burn with Jordan Peterson's gay, moist hands. All right, guys, stay hydrated. We're not dead yet, so let's keep fighting.